Hear now the story from the scriptures uh, that underlies a lot of what we've affirmed already in the call to worship and in our prayer. It's the story from Matthew 14, 22 to 23. Right then, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side of the lake while he dismissed the crowds. When he sent them away, he went up onto a mountain by himself to pray. Evening came, and he was alone. Meanwhile, the boat, fighting a strong headwind, was being battered by the waves and was already far away from land. Very early then, he came to his disciples, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. And they were so frightened, they screamed. Just then, Jesus spoke to them. Fear not. Be encouraged. It's me. Don't be afraid. Peter replied, Lord, if it's you, order me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come, Peter. Then Peter got out of the boat and was walking on the water toward Jesus. But when Peter saw the strong wind, he became frightened. He began to sink and he shouted, Lord, rescue me. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him saying, you man of weak faith, why did you begin to have doubts? When they got into the boat, the wind settled down. Then those in the boat were worshipful toward Jesus and said, you must be God's son. <laughs> well, I've been a clergy for a long time, and so we clergy have jokes about ourselves. Lots of jokes. And um, one is that we say to each other, so, has your church expected you to walk on water yet? <laughs> and then what I like to say, well, no, no. What I want to say right now is we can be grateful for lockdown. Amen? Wait, what? 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 Well, I say that because we're so glad to be back together that you all haven't asked me to walk on water yet. I, I get it. I get a few a few more months, a few more more weeks because we're just we're just glad to be here. But that joke doesn't only say, "Can you walk on water?" The joke also goes, "Well, you're supposed to walk on water. You're supposed to be in the office, but then be at someone's home visiting them. You're supposed to be at the hospital, but then while you're, do you see what happened? We're supposed to be everywhere at all times." And you all are very realistic at the moment. And here's, here's, here's your preacher. Be realistic at the moment. This is Jesus telling Peter, you don't have to be like me. I am like me. Hmm. Well, let's get into it. Here we got Jesus. Now, what's happened in the context of this Gospel to Matthew? Just uh, ahead in Scripture, what has happened is they... Um, they just had the sharing of the 5,000, including the women and the children. So we've already, we've had our rock star moment, as I like to call it. Um, 
Jesus and the, and was there preaching to the crowds. And you remember, there isn't food available. There is, but then there's something happens, and they do want to share. And there's plenty of food. In fact, there's an abundance of food. Really, better than Woodstock, I would say, right? And then, and then now, now he's getting momentum. The crowds are liking him. He's becoming really popular. He needs time to pray. He needs time to be by himself, to reflect. So he's going away from the crowds. And then, now, we're kind of out on the water. Now, I've been to the Sea of Galilee. It looks very calm. It's not like a Pacific Ocean. So I and, and, and my, my mate that you met last week on, on, uh, on the film where we study this stuff together each week, we were kind of having this long, involved conversation about the water. And, it, and then yesterday, for the first time, because no one really told me what the back bay was, I walked the back bay, and I'm like, oh, I see. This is the kind of water that they're dealing with in these times. And so you could take the mystery out of it and be like, well, Jesus just walked on mud is really what happened. So we could, we could say that. My point is don't get caught up in did he walk on water or not because what we're going to get to is there are many things that give us waves, aren't there? So one thing that my um, pastor friend and I, we got into, how many have ever flown in an airplane before? Amen? Amen? How about if I use the word turbulence? We get that, don't we? So think of this text as then they felt turbulence. Yuck. Amen? So that's what's going on. We can still have our pretty, they're in a boat, they're on the, the lovely back bay water, it's muddy, but it's yucky, and then, and then there is a storm that brews. And I was in a conversation this week with someone who actually has uh, sailed the North Sea and has um, sailed the waters where there's been the perfect storm, and she was able to tell me, no, it is it can be six meters over and coming down onto you. It is dangerous. It is scary. So there is that kind of turbulence, isn't there? There is that kind of life scariness that can happen. So that's, but that also happens when we're unsure, doesn't it? How about this? Sometimes that we can imagine something worse than it is, right? Oh, I don't want to go to that job interview. I'll be uncomfortable. Oh, I don't, I don't want to go to that new restaurant. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to speak up when I hear an injustice happening. It's uncomfortable. Hmm. So here's this uncomfortable storm that's happening. Peter has been left, needs some help, Peter's having his existential faith crisis, isn't he? He's left alone. He's away from his community. And he says, Jesus, show me you're the one. Walk me. Walk me across. And this is what I love about the Christian journey. We, at all times, can choose to partake or not 
Let me, let me say that again. We can choose to partake or not. What is Jesus' response when Peter starts losing his faith and starts going under? He reaches out and he says, come to me. There are going to be turbulent times. There are turbulent times. Sometimes we might lose our faith. Once again, Peter is not dissed for losing his faith. He gets, he gets some Jewish humor. Come on, come on, come on, Peter. I'm here, <laughs> right? I was feeling more Italian right there, wasn't I? Anyway, you get it, us with the hand motion cultures. Take my hand. I'm here. Let me put it in today's terms. So today at 7 a.m., I was at my soccer bar watching soccer. What were you doing? Meditating, getting ready, right? And this sermon hit me today. Uh, I and my, my gal pals on days like this, when it's a big match day, and today was a championship match, it's called the Caribou Cup, or we say Nobody Cares Cup, but it was important. And it was played at Wembley Stadium. Everyone heard of Wembley? Okay, it's a big deal. I know, this is, I know I'm translating it, but it's a big deal. So that's when we have what I call the interlopers, the Americans who don't ever come and watch soccer except for these big matches, okay? While there are others of us that are there 4.30 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, maybe lunch during the week, that we're there, we're following our Liverpool team. But today, all the interlopers were there, and all I could see was a sea of humanity. I'm sitting here with my gal pals at our reserve table. Thank you very much. But I have my friends that are way up there that I usually can talk to normally, right? You know, as you kind of walk here, walk there. I'm like, this is what Peter must have felt like. <laughs> there are all these very big people, much bigger than me, that I have to cross through to get to the other side. And there was no Jesus saying, come to me. Remember, the storm didn't settle till Peter was back in the boat with his community. So that was my aha moment today. I don't need to go across over there today. I'm with my community, and they're taking care of me. We are all going to have intimidating spaces that we maybe don't want to go through. We don't have to do it alone. I knew that I easily could have said, Kelly, Maggie, Margaret, Janice, will you walk with me across the way? This journey that we are on, this Christian walk, especially when we do social justice and care about social justice, it's going to be turbulent at times. We never have to do it alone. And even if we question, we don't have to do it alone. We just have to reach out to each other. Because remember that last scene before they say, you are the son of God? Peter, as soon as Peter and Jesus were on the boat with their disciples, there was calm. So the moral of that story is, friends, none of us have to do it alone. We do it together. And then we will see God. Amen? Amen. Amen.